really gonna love this part. Are you ready? Uh huh. I have no idea what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. How many points do I get for that one? How much XP do I get for that? You get XP for admitting it, right? For not coming in here and trying to bullshit me. <laughs> I would see right through it anyways. But oh boy, oh boy. this is our, our last episode before I take a vacation. And yeah. it is... So it better be good. Yeah, lining up to be the, the height of professionalism, sophistication, <laughs> chaos... And otherwise, feels good, feels great. It does. <laughs> Aren't those of you who joined us live on YouTube excited that you did so you could see Matt's happy dance that he did just now? I do a happy dance a lot, though. I really do mm-hmm. happy dance mm-hmm. a lot. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can attest to that. I can. There's always a lot of dancing. <laughs> a lot of dancing. So I thought today we could talk about your favorite things you know, instead of Oprah's favorite things episode, it's Matt's favorite things. So this is this could be the episode where you walk us through oh. all of the different bits and baubles that you have to keep yourself productive. Oh man, I can always talk about productivity systems. I mean, it's all I ever think about. First off, hello Allison. Hi Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> um Let's see. Yes, so today we were going to talk about productivity methods. Or I was Mm -hmm. specifically going to talk about productivity methods. And then I forgot about that. We could kind of talk about it in terms of tools, Mm -hmm. of course. But also just... Like things we do to get through the day. I have some of Mm -hmm. those. Yeah. Yeah. Tricks, tips, tips and Mm -hmm. tricks. I love that we're on video because it gives me the chance to show off which dice I'm rolling with. And so this is since this is our first live stream, I decided to roll with the very first set of dice that I got. So this is the super sparklies are uh, a gift from sparkly dice. All right. I'm ready. Sparkly dice. I rolled a 21. All right, Allison. What is one topic that you researched so thoroughly? during a moment of hyperfocus, that you are now an accidental expert on it. Wow. You went into um, such a zone, t- such a rabbit hole, that you came out the other side like, I know I know something better more than anybody. I actually have one of those too. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's how I got started in marketing and more specifically social media marketing. Mm-hmm. I won't say that this is now a current research expert level sure. uh, anymore since it's a an ever-changing game. But I'm pretty sure that one day I just kind of wanted to know how it all worked, like why I was seeing certain things in my feed and how I could, you know, be more successful at getting more engagement and one thing led to another and then suddenly I was charging people money to (laughs) (laughs) run their social media and it was it was kind of an accident I guess I'll admit here on air because I just went down a rabbit hole and didn't surface for many many years yeah I was just gonna say that mine not that I'm allowed to answer this question but mine was captioning I just wanted to see if I could get Lindsay into a show that I was doing. Again, completely accidentally, 
I mean, go us. Like, go us. Going on such hyper focuses that we actually managed to make careers and businesses and touch people's lives with our knowledge. Yeah. That feels kind of good. Dropping knowledges. No, it is fun. It's really, I think that's one of the cool things about the ADHD brain is that you have that thirst. You have the ideas, you have the desire, and, and you will just burn through things that you like, that you're interested in. Like that learning. Um, Allison, my number is 32. 32. Your question is... Yes. <laughs> I love this one. What is a language you wish you could speak? Note, this absolutely includes fantasy languages. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think my problem is that uh, apparently languages weren't enough of a hyper-focus thing for me for me to learn them fluently. So that's always very frustrating is that I get to a point with a language, mm-hmm. like a Spanish especially since I've been to Spain and Mexico, and it's always very frustrating that I can speak just enough mm-hmm. and, then, and then I don't understand. So it's like I'm not able to be... You know, mm-hmm. a part of a conversation with strangers. I, I can't be that weird guy that just goes up to strangers and starts talking to them while I'm in Mexico. Uh, so, I'm sorry for your loss there. That's okay. Spanish. I've always loved French, though. Uh, I think, like, French was the third language, which apparently is the one where things start to click in. So I really mm-hmm. understand French when I hear it, but mm-hmm. I don't speak it because it's very hard mm-hmm. to yeah. say those things. Yeah. Uh, but if we're talking fantasy... Mm-hmm. I think it'd have to be Elvish, right? I knew you were going to say that. It'd have to be. Right? I did. I was like, Brad's going to say Elvish. It's There's probably no like the not. French, it's, you know, it's like the French yeah. of fantasy languages. The f- yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think for some reason, I, I almost always choose primordial. Oh. With like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I want to I speak with the beings that first inhabited a world. Yeah. And they're low, grumbling. Um, I, I, whenever I get like a, you randomly get to pick a language. It, nine times out of ten, that's what it is. That's interesting. I, love I don't it. know why. Yeah. Okay. Primordial. Yeah. Love that. In, in this in this world that we're building, um, I have this whole faction of sexy assassins that are all Frenchy. French. And Evan plays the sexiest of assassins. And Evan is the sexiest. Yeah. Uh, one one time we should have an episode about is it an aspect of ADHD to be attracted to the avatar of your fellow players? <laughs> I'm very, very attracted to Fitz's character named Charlie. Charlie I'm very attracted so to Evan's character named Bale. Exactly. <laughs> These are just drawings, people. These are not human beings. They're just cartoons. <laughs> I'm heading over to our project management tool, monday.com, okay. to take that note as a future. Because <laughs> you know, otherwise, it's just like, pew, and, and, and gone, and, and we'll never come back to it. Yes. yes. Uh, here we go into ADHD 20, which houses all of our beautiful outlines that we make and, and toss. And that's... Um, and that's a good segue too, right? Because you start talking about productivity. And I think yeah. 
we mentioned last episode, my biggest tip, not even a tip, it's a necessity for me, is is writing things down um, mm-hmm. immediately. Like, don't ever assume that I will remember anything. Yeah, I have to get things out of my brain as they happen. So that's like a combination of talking to watches and, like I said last time, uh, uh, command space will make notes. But yeah, yeah, to get just what you did. You know, you opened up the project manager and you said... We won't remember that later. Having a recording does help. Sometimes that keeps us honest. (laughs) I have found myself more and more because I can't trust my own notes anymore. And this is something that's getting worse with age. I used to have elephant brain, man. I can still remember choreography from when I was 12, but I can't remember why I walked into a room. Like, it's bad. But my notes are making less and less sense. So I have started recording more and more um, client meetings. Yeah. Just so I can have that last five minute wrap up of the things that I said I would go off and do before the next time we meet. Mm-hmm. Even if I write that down now, I either can't find it, can't make sense of it, forgot the, the things we talked about, the pain points leading up to whatever it is I'm going to do. So now I just loom has become my best friend so I could just record a meeting and then look back on it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> there's another one you have to pay for it, but it is pretty amazing. It's called otter.ai and you can just kind of plug it into zoom or all these other things and it will just transcribe meetings for you. Anything that it hears similar to our friend Descript to translate voice into text. Yeah. Interestingly enough. So I use so- like that and I think it's just a worse program. I think it's called Firefly. Mm, okay. So it, when I set up a Google meeting, it basically follows me in when I start the meeting creepy and transcribes it. Yeah. I don't know if everybody that I've ever met with while using this platform self-included mumbles <laughs> or I, I have a really hard time making sense of it. I might be able to catch key phrases, um, but I also wonder because I'm not a very good – I'm not an auditory person. Uh-huh. I, I I need to – I'm a visual person. Like I need to see it. Yeah. And I understand the transcript is written, but there's something about re-watching a recording that I've already lived through that I can see that and be like, oh, we're about to dive into the subject I need to rewatch next. Interesting. That doesn't hit the same on a on a screen or a piece of paper when I'm just reading a transcript. I get really, really lost sure. in a transcript. Yeah. Even with a search function. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. So the thing about all of my productivity tools is that, as I've mentioned, I have a problem. And that problem is that I always think there's going to be something better, right? Mm-hmm. The, the number one rule for any kind of productivity system is it's not going to be perfect for you. Yeah. And once you accept that and move on, your life will be easier. I haven't yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> Every day, Matt. Every day, just one day at a time. Sweet Jesus. So, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, that is really hard for me to learn because there are so many talented developers out there making to-do apps and project management apps and um, note-taking apps and calendar apps. I mean, it is an endless, endless line and so many of them are great and you think that when something new comes out or what's really 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 uncomfortable is the dance of you try something you're like oh it's not ready for prime time and then you leave it 
and then but you have an account so you know a year later they come back and they're like ooh now we have this and I'm like ooh and so I'll jump into that again thinking mm-hmm. oh maybe that's maybe it's better to the point where I will like be able to use it um no no really what you need to do is to stop the switching back and forth if you can i I think right now people are trying to find the one and done the one that does everything so Mm -hmm. there is an app called notion which is really really amazing i use it as Mm -hmm. just a pure wiki that because you can easily put whatever you've written online but it's super powerful It's, it's it's a combination of of a database app like Airtable with a writing app like you know microsoft word with task management and just all kinds of calendaring but it does try to do all of those things and i i have not been able to successfully live inside one app to much yep. to my chagrin much to my chagrin and i think it's partly because my brain is going to jump around and i want to learn about new things and i'm going to want to keep testing new things um mm-hmm. so as I mentioned, one of the first things my ADHD coach said was, all right, yes, I I know the world of the magical new unicorn app that's coming around the corner. She knows that. She lives that herself. She says, just find ones that do the best job for you right now mm-hmm. and then don't leave them for a while. So I'm very proud of myself for the last almost year now sticking to three ish main apps and they are there's a to do app slash sort of project management called to doist that is for like quick capturing things i have to do and the reason that it won out of the others it has so many integrations so you could anywhere you are at any moment you can get something into to do mm-hmm. and that's the point mm-hmm. Yep. Todoist. Sorry, Todoist. The second set of things, the Note app is called Obsidian. And then the last one is basically Google Calendar, but I have different interfaces. So I like this I like this Mac app called Fantastical because you can, you know, with a key command, you can open up a just a little prompt and you can write um, lunch with Allison tomorrow at noon. And it will, you know, spit out that into your calendar. And you can set that up for multiple calendars. And also, also Fantastical has this really nice um, new thing where you can schedule. So you can sit, it has, mm. it'll give you a link. So you can set up a bunch of different, um, that was one major pain point is like, if I want to have a meeting with someone, it's like, so when are you free? Email two. I'm free mm-hmm. here, here, here. Email three. No, <laughs> please please so it's very it it still makes me uncomfortable to send a link like that but it really works um those are the three main ones and i use one more app sometimes it's called drafts it's mac only and what drafts does is like little snippets of text like if it's not important enough really to get into obsidian sometimes i'll even write texts in drafts like Mm -hmm. if i need to reply to someone because if i i know that if i open up my messages app on the computer i will read things and i'll get distracted the the goal for me currently is to find every way possible to not get sucked in to something so if i have to write an email then i try to do it in another app like drafts or obsidian right 
and okay. and then I'll send it to mail. Because if I can skip the inbox, yep. then that's just one more chance that I won't get sucked in. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, hmm. I'm so guilty of, oh, I'm just going to hop in here and send that quick email. Yeah. And then I get distracted, especially because I have like nine inboxes or something obscene. Yes. yes. So it's bad. It's a problem. It can be real, real frustrating. And so those are the three things I'm I'm using. Todoist is, is pretty easy to explain. I, I would go ahead and say that if I weren't a programmer and I preferred looking at text, mm-hmm. I would not recommend Obsidian for most people. I really wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really fast because the nice thing about Obsidian, it's super safe because it's actually files on your computer. So if Obsidian for some reason goes under, like the app, the company, you still mm-hmm. have all of your data in files, mm-hmm. little markdown files, which are text files, which you can take anywhere. So you'll never, ever lose your data in that way. So super secure. But it also is kind of a tinkerer's dream, which is a pro and a con for me. It's really great. And especially for D&D, it's incredible for D&D because you can drag files and throw things in there as well. And so you kind of have your own miniature database of just files, which is fun. And and the yeah. magic of Obsidian really is this concept of backlinking. So if mm-hmm. you, with just like the smallest bit of formatting, you can just type as normal. You Again, you don't switch any context. You say, uh, the party rescued, brackets, Irina from Scrod. And that links that one sentence. Spoilers. To... <laughs> no, that's what you, I'm making it up. That hasn't happened. Keep going. Uh, keep going. So in that one <laughs> sentence, I've I've linked Irina and Strahd, who and they have their they each have their own files, their own pages. So on the Irina page, I can write anything I want about Irina, a picture, uh, any any kind of information I want about her. Same with Strahd. But now when I go to Irina's page, I'll see a link to that one sentence that I wrote. And it's just mm. kind of blank, blank, blank. And you can just hop all the way around. So it's really yeah. great for an ADHD brain because you don't sit around and futz with folders. Notion is similarly amazing. Yeah, Fitz is saying Notion's lack of privacy is off-putting. I wish Obsidian worked better for me because the platform is way more secure. Yeah. Um, I understand, though. Obsidian is just it is not on the user-friendly side. It's, it's, yeah. it's just a little too nerdy. But for me, especially when I'm working on code, because I could use my actual code editor and open up any of my Obsidian files, mm. which is really amazing. And going back to D&D, there's, there are nerds that take my virtual tabletop of choice and allow you to point my code editor to a folder and turn that into an entire module adventure just with Markdown files. And that can be read by Obsidian. So it's like, it's a nerd's PKM, you know, personal knowledge management. That's what the the newest um, name for like a note-taking app is. That Notion and Obsidian, they're not just note apps, they're PKMs. They're they're personal knowledge managers or management. I demand a sexier name than that. I know, it's not super sexy. Yeah. I've been talking a lot. Please say something. Help me. <laughs> You're just so good at it, though, Matt. Like, I don't have as much to add, but what was kind of coming to mind was um, 
So we'll pull back the curtain here for a minute into the inner workings of Bivens Brothers Creative. Okay. Um, and so I guess more than a year ago, maybe even closer to two at this point, we were in desperate search of our own kind of project management note-taking. We were kind of doing what Matt was saying is nearly impossible. You're not going to find an all-in-one. So find the solutions that fit the need mm -hmm. um, and then tailor them to your existence. Right. <laughs> but one way that we did not all see eye to eye on at all was project management and task management and how we were going to hold ourselves and one another accountable to deadlines and deliverables and due dates and all of those other D words that we hate. And so Matt, surprising to no one, took point on this project and would find different tools and we would, you know, take their free trial periods and test them out, try and run a project on them. And there were some that we collectively hated. There were some where some would hate and some would love. And Notion was definitely that one. <laughs> when Matt yeah. presented Notion to us, he was on cloud nine. He was so excited. And he even took the time to like personalize little personal pages for me and Evan with <sighs> graphics and things he thought we would, you know, grip hold of. Evan hated it. Hated, hated it. So much. I was somewhere in the middle. Like I was, because of the work Matt had done, I think had Matt just opened it up to a blank screen, yeah. my feelings would have been more similar to, to Evan's. But because you knew me enough to at least not give me a totally blank screen and at least like show me the possibilities, yeah. I, I was like, okay, I could, I could see a world where this works. In a world. Um, in a, in a world um, yeah. where we didn't choose that one in the end. We didn't. And sometimes sometimes I, I regret that. <laughs> I regret it. I regret it because not too, too long after that, they did open up integrations too, mm -hmm. which it's still not, not, not where Monday is even. But it, yeah. the, thing about, the thing about Notion is so daunting is that you have that blank slate. But the yeah. thing about Monday and these other ones, Mondays, Asana, and ClickUp, they're super daunting to me because yeah. it is just – if when I open it up, it is n noise, nonstop noise, yeah. and I can't turn it off. Like Monday is so hard for me to go into because it never starts me where I want it to start, and I have to find mm -hmm. every time where I want it to go. And in that journey of getting where I need to go, once I get there, it's great. But in that journey, I'm just – I'm so distracted. I, I told Matt, it was, I guess, a couple of months ago that I, I matted Monday. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just, like, sat down with, here's the problem. How am I going to fix it? And I just went into hyper-focus mode until I had built exactly the dashboard with exactly the views that mm -hmm. I needed to make my little brain work. Yeah, That's one big way that I differ from, I think, you and Evan, is I am constantly, like, zooming in and out. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the big picture and then I'm looking at the the levels of granularity. Right. Here's, there's a fun word to try and say. Granularity. Um, granularity. Um, up next, we will start an ASMR podcast. Anyways. I still, though, I remember the day that you and I were on a call and we figured out that we probably weren't going to find something that made everybody happy all of the time. No, no. But giving ourselves that freedom, because we had been trying to do that. We had been trying to find the solution yeah, yeah. that would give each of us what we needed. And when you just had, I remember watching the light bulb go off in your head, of, it doesn't 
have to be perfect and it doesn't mm. have to be for all of us. Yeah. If I can integrate it enough to get things into my personal PKM, mm-hmm. I want to say PKD. I want it to be like database instead of manager for some reason. Sure, Anyways, go for it. When you realized you could hack Monday enough to get what you needed out of it while also giving me what I needed in it, yeah. um, that kind of changed everything. Um do you have any non-digital things that you do ever or is all of Matthew Bivens' life all the time digital and digital only? Oh, so no. are there any, yeah, like, you know, uh, analog mm-hmm. <laughs> productivity hacks or, or things um, that you've gotten to know? Yeah. Well, I mean, most of them are digital. But one year, Lindsay bought me a bunch of incredible fountain pens. I really just wanted to connect with my father mm-hmm. who always used a fountain pen to write. <clears throat> everywhere mm-hmm. he went and he had beautiful handwriting and uh so i wanted to connect with him so i so lindsay found this this maker of fountain pens <laughs> and they're made for people with adhd in that they you can drop them they actually have a video on their website where they ru- they drive a car over their pens they're oh, super wow. they're tank like um but really really fantastic pens yeah. and she gave me a couple of those with different type nibs and I always have a um, like a Moleskine or a or a light term or something around. And and so what I what I do with that is a couple of things. Number one, when I'm starting a project, it usually has to be some kind of visual thing, much like mm-hmm. y- yourself. And so one thing I do is mind map a lot if I cannot figure mm-hmm. something else out. And there are there are some really great mind mapping digital tools. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes you just want to paper and pen mm-hmm. it because you can just draw and write and draw and write and all the little boxes yeah. and lines that go just so much easier. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do, is the one thing of my day that I feel like I'm missing is the downside of having Quick Capture and an incredible app like Todoist to capture all the tasks. Mm. And sometimes they all... And a lot of them end up on today. Mm-hmm. I try to not overload today. But but when they do, I try to sit down with something that is not digital and pick three, mm-hmm. maybe four things. Mm-hmm. Really, honestly, one thing needs yeah. to be done. And at the end of the day, and this has got to be an ADHD key This has got to be because it feels so correct when I do this right. But if I say I'm going to do this one thing and if I do this one thing, then a successful day, it is a successful day, period. Mm -hmm. If I have like a major list of stuff and Mm -hmm. I'm just checking random stuff off, I might still have a major list of stuff and I only focus on the stuff I didn't get done, which makes me feel bad. So when I do this, when I follow this, there's a couple of different methodologies. There's there's a new one called Bento. There's a really great one called Make Time. It's very, very similar. Don't look at your whole task list. You pick three ding-dang things. One has to be done. A second one is like if you have time for that. And then maybe a third one is like small and fun. And if you can get all three done, then your day is just going to be made. made. So that's what I'm trying to use paper for because – while there are beautiful apps like Bento and Make Time, it does feel real good to write those out. Do you have any tips and tricks? Now that I've talked the whole no, podcast, uh, I, man, get on TikTok and find ADHD yeah. TikTok. It's 
so fun to watch it because some things I've realized I do without being told to. And I'm like, I do that. So now I know why I do that. Like I saw one recently uh, where somebody just gave the tip of, do you need to be productive while you're at home, especially if you're working from home? Mm. Keep your shoes on. Wow. It sends a signal to your brain. This is not cozy time. This is, and, and I do that. I've done that. When I first made the switch long before the pandemic. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm putting my shoes back on. But she's back on. Okay. When I made the switch before the pandemic to work from home many, many years ago, I, I started a rule. I had two hard and fast rules. Okay. One, I could wear PJs, but they had to be different PJs than the ones I woke up in. <laughs> no going from bedtime <laughs> oh in, into daytime. So it. cozy clothes are fine, but they have to be clean, fresh, not what I slept in. Mm-hmm. Two... No working on the couch because I knew that mm. that would become slippery slope to working on any surface all over the house and hurt having your back. No work, well, and having no work life balance, right? Yeah. Um, sure. And so I, I've I made those rules. I stuck to those rules. And somewhere along the way, I started both getting dressed not in PJs but in actual clothing, and also putting on shoes. Mm-hmm. And then now to hear somebody else be like, "Yeah, put on shoes," but try it. It does. I, I'm I'm worse about it in the winter when I want to be wearing slippers. So I have like hard soled slippers that are like my yeah. daytime slippers that are different from my nighttime slippers. Yes. And and for those of you uh like our friend Fitz that says shoes in the house are a deal breaker, which I understand. So I have um, house shoes. Yeah, house shoes. Yeah. Or yeah. or business socks. It's about sending the signal to your brain that this is a differentiation of time and space. Because as we've talked about before, we don't have the same relationship right. with time that neurotypical people may. Yes. And that's fine. And so it's all about another trick that I learned is, and it's kind of in line with what you were saying. First thing in the day, you need to come up with some kind of low reach gratifying task because that starts signaling the brain that today is going to be a good day. Today is going to be a productive day. So if, even if it's like, you know, on it's your day off and you were going to clean the house and do the laundry and the dishes and also binge watch, you know, whatever the latest and greatest is Mm -hmm. don't get up and go to the couch, get up and do a, just, you know, take the garbage outside. (laughs) It's two minutes, but then that signals to your brain we're being productive right now. And that feels so good that you associate that good feeling, that accomplishment with marking more tasks off your list, because it's so much harder to lift yourself out of that borderline, you know, just lethargic comatose state on the couch than if you just stay upright in the beginning. And that's where I think people with ADHD get a bad rap for procrastinating. It's not, you know, something we're doing. It's something that we fell into. Mm. And if we had just reversed order um, and then reversed engineered that. um, And so now I do when I know I have to get through some things, I'll try and get up, do something gratifying first and see how long I can keep that momentum going until I'm ready to sit on my butt and binge watch something. There's a system which is also okay, which is also, you know, you get points, you get points for these things. Um, But, but uh, there's a system called eat the frog, which is the opposite of what you just talked about, right? Do the most difficult, unpleasant thing Mm -hmm. first to get it out of your way. That just doesn't work for us. I don't think it works for us at all. I think it has to be a way to, like you said, 
you need that in reinforcement and that kind of like roller coaster ness of okay, well, I guess I'm working now. Okay, maybe I can do that. Maybe, okay, maybe the frog is is edible now. I, I always get my brain chemicals mixed up about what's serotonin and what's dopamine, and yeah. but there is something chemical to that. You know, I've I've mm-hmm. accomplished something that that mm-hmm. just gets you into that mode. I, maybe I don't know somebody who knows science better than me. Is that serotonin, dopamine, or something else? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, I don't think eat the frog would work. And I also just want to quickly say, as far as humans go, we don't have to earn our rest. Like, we just get to rest because, like, we're not robots. That's true. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like, oh, I I can't sit still or I can't take a day until, no, you can, if you want to, you absolutely can just drop it and do what you want to do. We give you permission and you should give yourself permission too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell them ADHD 20 said so. But By the way, we didn't do a good job. So last week we told everybody that we now have Patreon and we would love for you to join oh, yeah. there. Yeah. Mostly just to be part of the conversation and to be part of our crowd, posse, whatever word we're using. Mm-hmm. So we've mentioned Fitz and our good party. buddy, Meg Anderson King party. Um, they were watching because that's one of the things that we're now probably going to offer is that we will stream these recordings live for our patrons mm-hmm. and you can hop on join watch us in the dance. chat watch us dance if that sounds fun to you head to our patreon page if that does not keep it to yourself yeah no problem <laughs> don't worry about it it's no cool problem man. at all it's cool we still um, love you Yep, absolutely we do. I feel great about everybody who joined us today and and are listening right now. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions about productivity and you want somebody with lots of opinions, but also willing to jump the ship and join whatever cool new thing you've got to, I'm your guy, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. You are. You're it. I'm ready to learn new things. So let's learn together. Yeah. All right. Well, until the next yeah. time. Until the next time. All right. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.